Welcome to another episode of What Are We Doing, a podcast from The Highlander. Mike Baker here with The Highlander, and I'm chatting today with Carm Sawyer, who is running for Ward 4 Councillor in Dysart et al. in the upcoming uh, October municipal election. We'll be talking with Carm today about his reasons for running, uh, some of the issues that he sees facing, uh, facing Dysart and Ward 4 in particular, before then uh, going on to touch on some of the hot button topics that have been uh, been prevalent in Halliburton County and Dice out here for a long time. So uh, thanks for taking the time today, Carm. I appreciate it. Yeah, no Perfect. So we'll start off with uh, a yeah, nice easy one. Why don't you give me a bit of a bit of a rundown of your of your history here in in Dysart and in Halliburton County? Okay, and so I know you. Uh, why do you tell me about what you do? Uh, you know, professionally. I know you, you. You're a mechanic by trade, right? Yes, I am. I own West Guilford Auto Center for over 20 years here in West Guilford. Okay. And so, what was it that uh, you know maybe inspired you to um, you know to come out and and make a run for for election this year, uh, Carm? Well, I spoke to all the previous councillors and the councillors we have now, and. Uh, you know, a lot of them not returning, and uh, we had one good gentleman that, you know, in my opinion, was going to do us a good job, and he passed away, and then I just thought, you know what, I, uh, I'm i always involved in a lot of stuff, and maybe it's my time to, to step up and, and do my part instead of just complaining about it. And so have you ever run for, for municipal office before? No. No, okay, it's the first time. What's yeah, been, you know, what, what's been sort of, uh, you know, I guess one of the most interesting sort of learning curves that you've had to go through over the past few months on this uh, first campaign? I do on a day-to-day basis anyway, like as far as meeting people and seeing people and talking about what's going on, you know, because the business I'm in, there's always somebody in complaining about politics or, you know, we're talking back and forth about it and different things like that. And, you know, I don't, I don't see anything difficult so far, so I hope it stays that way. Okay, that's great. All right. So, uh, yeah, wait, tell me, you know, what's, uh, you know, what, what skills you think you bring to the table, uh, you know, if elected that would, uh, you know, benefits uh, Dice Art Council and, and Ward 4 moving forward? Quite a few years, I've sat in a lot of different boards, and uh, so I do have a you know I do have an idea how the you know the, the process works. And like I said, the business I'm in, I meet a lot of people, I see a lot of people, I hear a lot of people's concerns and questions. And uh, you know, I know being here all my whole life, I know almost everybody in the municipality. You know, I, you know through business, I've either met them through friends, just through growing up, whatever. So I, you know, I know a lot of people, and, and I think I, I see a lot of people. You know, that's sure helpful because you you're part of the community. That's for sure. You mentioned different community groups you've sort of sat on boards of. Uh, can, can you list a few of them for me? Yeah, I sat on the West Guilford Community Centre board over here for over 15 years. Okay. Um, the fireworks board, we do all the fireworks for here. We used to do uh, Rotary Car in Halliburton, but unfortunately it hasn't been on in a couple of years. Right. And before that, we did uh, Halliburton Lake Fireworks, so they got enough of their own guys licensed up to do that. Uh, I sit on the Ontario Watercross Association board. For a couple of years, I sat on the uh, Halliburton County Stonebill Association. So, but on a few. Okay. So you mentioned, you know, you, f- just from running your business, you know, you have people coming in all the time, you know, telling you concerns, issues they have. You know, what do you see as being perhaps the, the, the number one issue facing our community that you'd really like to focus on if elected? Shoreline. The shoreline bylaw? Yeah, sure. Everybody's so misinformed and, and they have no idea what this new bylaw really means. 
or anything. They just they they have no idea. It's, they're completely misinformed. So you are you in favor of it or are you against it? I'm against it. You're against it, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what are you what are your issues with the, with the document that was passed there in August? Well, so so as it sits right now, Desert owns like I believe it's eighty or ninety percent of the shorelines. So realistically, Desert. Uh, I don't know how to port this, but they didn't need another bylaw. We already, we already have a tree cutting bylaw. We already have different bylaws. Everybody's nobody's going to nobody enforces the bylaws we have now. So I don't want to waste all this money to put a bylaw in that we didn't enforce the old ones. Yeah. They're not going to enforce this one, and it's just going to cost us a ton of money. I'm not saying we don't need something. We definitely need to look after the lakes and everything else. Yeah. But I think that the county's overstepped, and it should uh, it should be brought back to what the people want. Not just what the county wants. Okay. Well, no, the you know meeting of Dysart Council a couple of weeks ago, they uh, they didn't sign off on that uh, request no. to sort of delegate authority over to the county to to, to police this thing. So um, yeah, it looks like there's certainly going to be some debate amongst amongst the the next council about what to do with this thing. Oh, and I think we can rein it in. I don't think it needs to be what it is. Like I say, everybody wants healthy lakes, absolutely. But you know what the the algae bloom they were talking about, they found in Lakes Algonquin Park. They don't have any houses. They don't have any septics. They don't have any anything. Uh, so it's not just shoreline problem. Like it is, it's, you know, there's more to it than that. But they've misinformed everybody, and everybody's got their back up now. So nobody wants to listen to what's going on. So let's let's get everybody involved in it. Okay. What would be a couple of your your other priorities that you'd like to sort of chip away at over uh, over a four year term? Well, a lot of it too is we hear everybody about short term rentals, and there's there's good, there's bad, there's everything about that. We we you know we got to look into the short term rentals and and come up with a compromise that everybody can live with. Okay. We'll touch on that a little bit later. That's one of the one of the hot button topics we're gonna we're gonna sort of address. Okay. So yeah, moving over now to that uh, to that area. I think the first uh, you know one of the one of the first key issues that's everyone I think in Halliburton County is is screaming about right now is is, is a lack of available and affordable housing. You know, we're seeing long-time residents being forced out of the community, and it's becoming increasingly difficult to attract working professionals to, to relocate here. You know, what ideas or solutions, you know, do you have to maybe try and combat this problem and, and bring more housing stock uh, to Dysart? Honestly, I don't think there's a solution for this, for the simple reason. It's not just Dysart that has this problem. It's every community, Ontario-wide, Canada-wide, U.S.-wide. I don't know how we're going to fix that. Yes, we can rally for you know for affordable housing and everything else, but uh, I, I just don't know how you do that. Like, unfortunately, it's not a one-man thing. It's a it's a group effort. That everybody has to sit down, put their heads together, and and that's where I'm hoping in council we can all sit down and all be rational on the same page. And maybe there is something we can do. But as far as a you know a, a counselor having a solution, that's that's beyond one counselor's abilities. And a couple of, you know, there are a couple of developments that are underway in Dysart, mostly sort of around the downtown core. I know there was uh, a public meeting a couple of weeks ago, a lot of controversy around the proposed developments on um, on Peninsula Road, sort of fronting onto Grass Lake there. Uh, you know, council has supported in uh, principle, I guess, the, um, you know, the, the, the project is now going to go to the county before, uh, you know, it can be approved and then, you know, Potentially sold to to a developer moving forward. What's your position on that uh, on that proposed uh, development? Well, I've done a lot of research into what what they're doing there, and I know there's a lot of people unhappy about it. But it all boils down to the same thing: if he's doing with the, the municipality, the county, the bylaws, if he's following all the guidelines, 
then how, how can we stop him? You know, if he's if he runs it, if he you knows something's out of line, then absolutely we need to look at it. But if if, it, if all his ducks are in a row, you know, people ask about housing, and then when we try to get a housing, they don't want it. So it's you know, as long as he's not bending the guidelines, you know, I see no problem with it. But if he, you know, if, if they find that there's something wrong, well, then absolutely we need to look into it. And, and you know, Dysart as a as a community as well has sort of got involved in the you know in this housing issue, partnering up with with places for people. Uh, on a on a proposed developments on on Wallings Road, uh, yeah. again, what's you know what what what's what what's your take on on that project and, and the municipality sort of getting involved in, in in helping to 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 bankroll and fund some of these projects? Well, you know what we like you say we need housing. We got to switch in, and unfortunately, I think if we get housing too far out of town, then the people that need to be in jobs in town are are you know we need to close to town for the housing. Mm-hmm. So if guys are if, if like I say, if it's all above board, cool. Let's let's do it. If it's not above board, then we need to we need to put the brakes on. But if it's above board, let's do it and let's get stuff going. And you know, uh, unfortunately, the last four years that 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 project's just gone around in circles. Yeah. And shifting gears slightly here to focus on you know another prevalent issue that's been been you know going on for you know, I guess you could almost say decades here, and that's you know poverty and, and the issues that we have uh, have with that. You know, for years, the Highlands region has been been recognized as one of the poorest in Ontario. Uh, latest data we have suggests that, you know, 17% of our population lives in poverty. When, when when you sort of break it down more and look at children, it's around 25%. What do you think can be done at the municipal level to, you know, try and buck this trend and, uh, you know, and try and ensure that this many people in our community aren't struggling? I don't understand personally why there's poverty. Uh, you know, I, I I think that we need to, to, to look into poverty, obviously, but we need to maybe somehow educate or inform or get these people that the, the jobs are there. We just got to get them connected. And you know, and that is a big thing as well. I say coming out of the pandemic, like you said, wanted signs everywhere. I mean, um, how well, do I've, we? I've been looking for help for two years. There's there's nothing out there. So I mean, how do we go about? finding these people you know making our community maybe you know an attractive enough proposition that's uh, you know that people want to move here and and and, and work well, here i i just think that uh I, I honestly thought when the pandemic came here and everybody moved up their cottages they would want to you know maybe get employment here mm-hmm. but everybody just they just they don't want to live they don't want to live here full-time they want us they want the city life and we don't have the city life here and, and i don't think until I, I don't think ever we will get the people here that we need uh, you know, because the, the city has more drawing, you know, more things, and that's where people grew up. They want to live there. They don't want to live in a in a, in a slower community. Yeah. One of the things that we've heard, um, you know, certainly from people over the past twelve months, is you know a call for some form of public transportation in Halliburton County. Now we know that there are different models, uh, different operations run by uh, by some of the lower tiers. Now Dysart has the Dymo bus. And the county just recently uh, approved pilot projects with uh, Search Community Services and Fleming Crew and another one with, uh, with Point in Time to run sort of rideshare type programs. Do you think you know, a, a bus service is feasible in Dysart in Halliburton County given you know, the, the geographical challenges that we have? Physically, think we got 
too much too much distance between everyone uh, to, you know to, to, to do a schedule okay. you know it'd be nice if we could do it but I, I you know we, it's hard enough getting the kids to school yeah that's yeah and say i know these systems they're they're not cheap either i mean it's uh you know it's providing a service to the community so any any system would come at a considerable cost to the to, to taxpayers as well you know maybe maybe a service from you know men into Halliburton, Halliburton to Carnarvon, and you know make that circle two or three times a day maybe that would be some to start with mm-hmm. but i don't think you could you could service everybody Shifting gears now again. This is sort of similarly related to the to 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 the you know the help wanted issue, the the staffing shortages that we are seeing, and I think uh, you know most concerning for for a lot of people was was what we've seen happen at the the Halliburton Highlands Health Services uh, over the past twelve months. I know the the Halliburton and Minden hospitals have sort of uh, said that their ER departments may be may needed to be shut down uh, at times, you know, due to due to staffing shortages. Fortunately, we haven't seen that come to pass. But still, just the fact that this was sort of lingering over the community's head, we're, we're asking all candidates whether or not they believe our community can continue to support two different hospital sites in Halliburton County and what your position on that would be. Well, I think two, two hospitals are very important uh, just for time frame. If you're you know, if you're in, in Kenesha, you need to get to Halliburton Hospital quick. Minden's a lot further. If you're in, you know, South, you need to get to, you know, two hospitals I think are very, very important, especially for size. I don't know how you'll ever get more staff. It's, it's no different than any other business. We can't get staff. The provincial government is trying everything they do. Uh, you know, Rob Ford can't get staff for hospitals. So it is a huge problem, and I don't know how we're ever going to, I don't know how we're going to, you know, about it, you know. Hopefully the new council can, can, you know, put their heads together, and you know we're fortunate enough we have some guys on there now that are been there for a long time, and they know a lot of ins and outs and who to talk to, and, and maybe they can they can you know put the feelers out and get somebody else that would like to move up here. But I you know I spoke to some of the guys on the, the health board thing out there, and they said the same thing: it's, it's just the people just aren't there for the for the job. So I I don't know where we're going to go with that. So, you know, do you th- have you noticed any um, you know just in, in in talks that you've had with with, with different people, different community members on, on the board, like you said, uh, you know, gaps in in our healthcare system that uh, you know you think that we can maybe look to uh, look to try and bridge any sort of um, programs or or, or equipment well, that you'd like to bring? And I, yeah, and I didn't realize that we we definitely pay less here than other hospitals. Right. So how how do you entice people to come here? Like I thought. I thought healthcare was a flat rate across the board. Everybody got paid for the same position no matter where you went, but it's not. It's you get paid differently, uh, different places you go. So, you know, uh, and I don't know who pays our healthcare workers. So, you know, that's something we need to look into. And maybe, you know, maybe if we could increase the, the you know, the, the salary to other places, it would entice them to come here. Okay. All right, here's a, a dirty word coming up here, and that's that's amalgamation. You know, where do you stand on? You know the potential merging of the four lower tier townships in Halliburton County coming together to form uh, a single tier government. To be quite honest, at this point, I don't have enough information on that to answer whether I think it's good or bad. Personally, I think that it. it I don't think it'll work because it's too. There's too much. You know, there's too much geographic area for to spread people that thin. But you know what? Um, you know, we got to listen to what the public want too on this and, and see what they say. But I, I definitely think. For my personal, you know, answer to that we need. I need more research on that before I can give a definite answer to what I think. Because, you know, there again, it's not really something that's been informed to the public a lot of how it's going to work, how it isn't going to work. So, you know, we, we need to get that information out there so 
so the people can make a decision. Okay. Well, we already touched on on the shoreline preservation bylaw, so I won't. Uh, I'll sort of skip to the final part of my question. Was um, you know, what would you like to see changed or, or, or done differently with that uh, with that document, and what would you be be lobbying for if you are successful and become a, a member of Dysart Council? Well, you know what, there's been a lot of people who've done a lot of information that the council or the county has been kind of tone deaf to and haven't listened to, and you know they brought a lot of that information to my attention, and I really appreciate it. Um, and, and I think we need to, 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 to research that and figure out what the best fix, fix is for our whole thing here. Uh, I don't agree with what we're doing, but we definitely got to come to some sort of compromise. And then, of course, everybody's up in arms of what it's going to cost for the bylaw inspectors and everything else. So, you know, I think basically if we were to, you know, more if we were to look after the septics, you know, on a little different system on a program and how it has to be done and when and not, you know, if them, you know, Every couple of years you have to be pumped versus whenever you feel like it. And I think we can control what we have without a whole bunch more rules. We just need to we just need to figure out what rules we need to put in place. And, and I don't think there's many. I really don't. I think we can look after this at a at a pretty even, you know, uh, you know, without upsetting the whole community. I think we can we can look after this pretty simply. And this is something you know we we talked about that delegation of authority coming to council uh, a couple of weeks ago. You know, do you think this is something that? Dysart should uh, you know should take on themselves or, or or do you think it's appropriate for for the county to 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 handle it moving forward? Well, you know what I think we need like Dysart obviously the, the council we had rejected it and they rejected it because that's what their people wanted and I think if 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 our people still don't want it then you know we should uh, I think we should do what they want and uh, yeah I, I agree we should reject the, the inspection or that you know the, the delegation of us um, you know. Uh, I just, like I said, I've talked to a lot of people and, and, and a lot of intelligent people in the Halbert Waterfront Associations. They've sent me a lot of good information. And nobody's listened to anybody. Nobody's informed. It's kind of, in my opinion, just got pushed through because the the, 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 the county knew that the next council may reject it. Mm-hmm. So they wanted it shoved through. So let's, 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 re, let's re-look at it. Let's, you know, inform the community. And let's see if we can make it go or not. Great. All right, and we already sort of you mentioned short-term rentals would be another priority of yours. Um, you know, if you are elected, uh, let's talk about that a little bit more and what you'd what you'd like to see done there. You know, are you sort of thinking that these should be should be regulated a little more? Or you, you know, yeah, what, I, and, and you know, there again, I've, I've talked to a lot of people on both sides of the fence. People that are against it, people that are for it, the businesses that are for it because of the revenue it brought in. You know, the people that are renting their cottage just to make a little bit of money to help pay the taxes and some of the mortgage so they can keep it. You know, uh, people that do run it for a business. I spoke to all those people through what I do here, just, you know, just in conversation. And and I think we could come to a very good compromise on a licensing fee, an inspection fee. You know, the tank has to be pumped ever so often. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's a very good policy down south. I had another guy in and told me they only get three strikes and they're out. Uh, and they lose their license. I think we need to I think we need to regulate it and, and do a license because, you know, the income will be great for the municipality. But at the end of the day, if we shut it down completely, people are just going to run it to Uncle Joe and Uncle Bill and Uncle Fred every weekend. There's still going to be somebody there. It's just going to be there. So say, oh, we just give it to our family members. So let's let's do it right and let's uh, let's you know let's bring some in, you know income in it and let's regulate how it works and 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 I think everybody can live with that. Yeah, I think that's an important uh, important point to note too. Is like you said, there's uh, there's so many different municipalities that are sort of been dealing with this or have dealt with this over the past few years that's. Uh, 
you know, Dysart will be able to, to, to look at what's working elsewhere and, and sort of try and make a, a made in Dysart uh, solution that's, uh, that, that helps us moving forward. So I feel a lot of that work has sort of already been done elsewhere that we can piggyback off of. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, great. All right, so let's look here. What else do we have? So yeah, just with regards to uh, you know your long term vision for for the community, you know where do you see you know Dysart ten years from now, uh, you know in an ideal world? Well, hey, the last four years, in my opinion, Dysart's been stagnant, and we need to get over that. So you know, I hope that in ten years from now, it can be like it was years ago when everybody had a job, everybody was busy, everybody was you know what I mean. Like we we really need to get back to to uh, you know. And, and you know, I know the pandemic did set us back a lot, but I think we're, we'll grow upwards from there, and let's let's get everybody busy and, and you know, try everybody trying to get along again. Right. And so, if you are successful uh, and do make up part of uh, of Dysart's next council, one of the first things that's going to be coming across the new council's desk is the twenty twenty three budget. What would be your your focus, your priorities heading into those deliberations? You know, what would it mean for you to, uh, you know, to get that vote, get the support of the community and be elected to council um, October 24th? Karma, any final thoughts? Anything that uh, you know we haven't had an opportunity to touch on that you want to uh, want, want to bring up right now? No, I don't think so. We're pretty good. Okay, perfect. What are we doing? Is a podcast produced by Justin Van Leishout in partnership with The Highlander. Reporters working on this project include me, Sam Gillett, our editor Lisa Gervais, and Mike Baker. Be sure to follow along as we cover candidates in your riding, as well as everyone running for election across Halliburton County. Music in this episode is from Kashaga, and our cover art is from Jason Yates, who can be found on Instagram at jy.inc. <laughs>